First reading begins the words from Isaiah, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call him while he is near. Seek the Lord while he may be found. I think the greatest pain that I experience as a priest is when someone is dying and I go to their hospital room or I go to their home and I ask them to confess their sins and they refuse. Fortunately, this happens probably 75 or 80 percent of the time. And usually when I am driving home rather dejected, I ask the Lord the same question. And he always gives me the same response. I said, Lord, did I do something wrong? And he always says, no, it is not you they reject. It is me. It is the mercy of God. It is the grace of God which they reject. And I think... This final rejection of God's mercy is a result of a lifetime of decisions. Throughout their life, they got used to avoiding confessing their sins. Throughout their life, they got used to rejecting the mercy of God. Throughout their life, they got used to ignoring his calls of repentance and his grace. And so they've created a habit. And in the final moments, they do what we do with our habits. They continue on. And so their wills are now set in their evil. And so they finally, one last time, reject his mercy. I think among the other things which I find so tragic about this is the ease with which we can receive forgiveness of our sins. And it is kind of ironic, because if you think, sin is the greatest evil in the world. It destroys within us the divine life. If it is mortal sin, it is infinitely displeasing to God. It is the greatest evil we see in the world, and yet, if you think of all the debts which you owe in life, receiving forgiveness of sins is one of the easiest to wipe away. It is far easier for me to have my sins forgiven than to pay off my student loans, for example. Such is the absurdity of the mercy of God. Such is the greatness of the mercy of God. Such is the desire, the profound and deep desire in the heart of God to pour out his mercy upon us. He makes it remarkably easy. And so you can imagine then two souls. You can imagine a soul in hell who has been damned for all eternity. And for all eternity, they are going to think to themselves, all I had to do was find a priest. And I know there's not as many as there used to be, but we're still not that hard to find. We have identifiable clothing. Find a priest and kneel down behind a screen and tell him in name and number what I did wrong. And I refuse to do that. And now I must suffer for all eternity. So whatever fear we have, whatever embarrassment we have, is nothing compared to that pain and sadness which we will have of not taking the Lord up on his promise to forgive our sins if we confess them. And on the other hand, you can imagine a soul who is in the kingdom of heaven who thinks back to their final moments and says, Lord, you sent to me in my final moments of priest. And although I was nervous, although there was chaos, although I was afraid, I went ahead and I responded to your grace and I confessed my sins and you poured out upon me your mercy. And now for all eternity, I get to rejoice with the saints in the kingdom of heaven. So seek the Lord while he may be found and call him while he is near.